You're listening to Inside Content, the TV industry podcast. This show is brought to you by 3Vision, a global TV industry consultancy specializing in content acquisition, strategy, research, and business development. Each episode, we give you VIP access to the views and experiences of senior TV executives and discuss the latest TV industry trends and insights. In this episode of Inside Content, I speak with Richard Jakeman, European Head of Business Development at Samsung. We discuss the development of Samsung TV+, the growth of fast channels, Samsung's relationship with global streamers, and more. What I progressively see is our partners are interested in fast and really want to try ways of which they can license their content and, and bring a fresh slant, if you like, to accessing content within a fast environment. Uh, so that, I think, is going to continue. Within the broader context, I think that ABOD is going to continue to be important and provide additional value to uh, pay services, which, again, I think is you know is a way of adding value to those services, but also just ensuring that the content is available. Richard, hi. Nice to see you. Very nice to see you, Jonathan. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, not at all. Maybe we could start by you just explaining a bit about your role at Samsung. Yeah, of course. So my role covers business development activity across Europe for our application partners, both on TV and mobile, but also extends across to content acquisition for our owned and operated services, such as Samsung TV Plus, which is our fast TV service available here in Europe. Great. Good. So, um, with Samsung TV Plus, you know, I, I know a lot of people are interested in that in that service, and, and, and it's in the sort of sweet spot of fast channels, which are growing monumentally at the moment. But could, could you give us a bit of history of that product and how how it's evolving and, what, and where you see it going? Yeah, of course. So the service has been live in Europe now for fast approaching five years, just under five years. We have initially launched a service in the German-speaking territories of Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, and have then subsequently grown the service out uh, to what is now 16 territories. We we sort of see this as a a key service uh, available to our TV owners who have TVs from 2016 onwards. And since last year, we've also launched it in certain markets in Europe through the mobile as well. Right. And, you know, as a product, how would you describe it? So it's essentially a a free TV service providing easy access uh, without a login to a range of locally curated linear channels, uh, but also to VOD content covering a range of different genres. But we focused on, on news. We have Channels live such as CNN, Bloomberg, Reuters, Euronews. Um, recently, we've launched a channel, uh, the Guardian channel in the UK. But we've also got dedicated channels focused on movies and kids, both scripted and unscripted drama, all of which come in HD. So really providing Samsung TV and, and mobile owners the ability to be entertained free of charge with easy access, um, either through by simply pressing the remote control button with TV Plus or scrolling through their current list of free channels um, on the on their EPG and scrolling directly into the TV Plus range of channels in each of the markets. 
Right. So, so TV Plus's TV Plus channels are, have their own home on the EPG. That's right. Yeah. So they're fully integrated into the EPG. Right. Okay. That's interesting. So there, there are fast channels popping up, sort of left, right, and centre. If I wanted to start a fast channel um, and get it on Samsung, what, what does that process look like? So it's really important to us we localize, have a localized service in each market, the services available. And that means a service that really is in tune with the, the audience needs in each market. Localized content, obviously, but also a structure of different content that you know is attractive to that particular market. So the, I have a team of people who are based across our market, available markets, and you know, a content owner or a channel would engage with our business development team and basically we would we would work through a commercial deal bring that channel or content into the service right and so i mean i guess with with the world of streaming and with fast channels and with avod you know that there is a sort of ever growing mass of content that people can can access you know i guess at some point you need to you need to ensure that what you're taking is something that you think is going to be interesting. How does that sort of curation process work? How, how do you, um, I suppose, editorial side of it? Are there quality barriers? Are there, you know, how do you assess a potential of, of a channel? Yeah, that's no, a really, really good question. And frankly, really, really important. We recognise that, you know, the consumer you know, doesn't want to see this as a service that is a range of internet delivered channels that they, they would access normally through the internet. This is credible TV channels that they would really enjoy that sort of lean back experience on the sofa, either with brands that they fully aware of like CNN or, or content that perhaps is slightly on the periphery of what they would normally not have access to through channels that they can just bring into the homes through the antenna. So, Having strong branded content is really important. Having the talent in each of these channels in the, in the programs that people will recognize and be relevant to their particular market um, is really, really important. So that's with the, they're sort of the core benchmarks of making sure that we, we are building a service with, a, with the, the right balance of genres, with the right quality and, and, and avoiding um, channels that would normally just be distributed on the internet. You know, we, we seek channels that would be broadcast in the in the market that it would be launching into. Richard, I know I, I read recently about a partnership deal you've done for fast channels with ITV. Can you explain how that works? Yeah, sure. So the ITV, we have a really strong relationship with the ITV team, and and basically, we this is part and parcel of our commitment to bringing in really high quality content into our service. So we've launched. Two channels so far, and we have ambition to launch more with the ITV Studios team. The, this is sort of echoed through, you know, our other deals that we have in place with the likes of the BBC, but also with Banerjee and Lionsgate and Blue Ant Media, you know, really sort of demonstrating our commitment to bringing in not only the, the content that is, you know, regarded as sort of key, strong title brands that you know, people will know, recognise, like Doctor Who, from the BBC, not launched into the UK, but launched into other parts of the service around Europe, but also from the ITV launching into the UK, Strong Brands, Hell's Kitchen, etc., Storylands as well, which is bringing in international content into the, the, the service in 
into the UK and we'll, we'll continue to work closely with the guys there at ITV to extend our lineup with them. Right. So I guess that's, you know, again, we were talking about quality versus volume. It, I think it's interesting now that more and more the big brands are seeing Avod not just as a place to put library titles that are a bit dusty that they haven't sold for a while. It's actually, you know, a, it, it's a bigger window than that. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I mean, and we also have another uh, example of this is still we've we've announced with Sky Deutschland to broadcast the Dash Boot Series 3 in Germany. And that's going to be in 8K and that will be available on TV Plus in Germany later on this year. So, again, just another demonstration, if you like, of our ambition to bring in really high quality content, but also showcase our 8K TVs. So that's available on our 8K TVs in Germany within the TV Plus service will be available later on this year. Right. Okay. great. So it's it's quality of content and quality of technology. Correct. Yeah. And we have a range of content in, in HD, but also in 4K. And by doing this extension into 8K just demonstrates how the service, the ambition for the service is really quite broad. And our, our focus on quality really, as you say, touches both the quality of the content and t- ensuring that the consumer is benefiting from their 8K TV. Right. And, and I guess, you know, a, a natural next step from that would be to, if, if you're relying on other people coming forwards to show you what they would like to launch, at any point, do you think you'll do some um, Samsung-owned and operated fast channels where you're actually going, okay, look, we, we notice there is a, a need, a requirement for this type of content. We see this does quite well. You know, what, What's the strategy on that side? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I mean, this is already a core pillar of our strategy for the service um, globally. Um, we have a range of owned and operated channels already live. We launched our first in Europe last year, beginning of last year. And this is a of, sort of a core mainstay of ensuring that the consumer can see immediately the, the quality that's available within Samsung TV+. We have services live, our own owned and operated channels live in five markets already in, in the Netherlands and Sweden, in Germany, in the UK, and also Spain. And these are a range of different genres or they are individual titled or bingeable channels with a single title that the consumer will know exactly what it is at the moment they, they click on or see, the, see the, the channel brand. Examples include the Baywatch channel, but there are a whole range of others out there that, uh, that we can tempt the viewer in uh, to enjoy. We also have curated owned and operated channels such as the Comedy Hub, uh, which launched last year and is going from strength to strength and which we've recently refreshed with a, a range of different US sitcoms, comedy movies, and British stand-up, um, including, for example, uh, Russell Brand show uh, that was filmed last year. So yes, that is something that we will continue to do. Uh, we have just last week launched an entertainment hub into the UK, which is you know, really taking the bounds of the content quality to the next level, which is it's the home of MasterChef Australia, on our service in the UK and also it has included the launch of American Idol which is celebrating its 20th year uh, and this is the current season of American Idol and the episodes are entered into the service twice weekly within two days of, of those shows broadcasting in the US so that's really groundbreaking. Yeah absolutely absolutely so I think I think many people think of you know free content which is you know available on a, on the on the internet as 
it's going to be old. It's going to be, you know, they still might be interested in it, but it's kind of gold moldy type. So to be getting stuff that's, you know, a couple of days after um, broadcast in the US, that's that's really interesting. That so so with your um, owned and operated channels, you have sort of acquisition teams going around acquiring content for them. That's correct. Yeah. So we have we have two areas of focus: either licensing content for our owned and operated channels, or where our partners want to bring channels into the service and and monetize those. Um, them, themselves, if you like, or alongside with with our own advertising team. Right, right. So on that on that side, so so someone bringing a channel to you and it is of sufficient quality for you to be interested in it. What happens next? What are the what sort of business models do you your preferred approach to those partnerships? Yeah, sure. so we have something Ads team is here to be able to support our partners to be able to monetize their their channels within something TV Plus. So we can take 100% of the inventory available in those channels and monetize and share back a revenue share back to the partner. Or uh, an alternative model is that we do an inventory split uh, and the partner monetizes their inventory and we monetize our, our slice of that inventory. Right. Right. Okay. Um, great. Okay. So that's uh, you know, going from third-party channels to your own channels. I guess the the natural next step that we've seen um other avod players such as uh you know roku for example enter into is the original content space what's your what's your thoughts on that i think it's a really interesting area um and something that we're currently looking very closely at at the moment there's i don't have a huge amount to share with you on this topic but it's something that certainly samsung recognizes this is an area of, of importance um, and something that we're looking closely exactly how we want to, to develop our strategy in the original content space. Okay, great. So it's a, it's a watch this space then. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> so the now obviously fast channels and Avod is, is very um, hot area at the moment and sort of growing considerably with a lot of different offers and different services in the market. How do you see the Avod market developing and who do you think of your competitors is doing a good job? So I think um, I see it, it will continue to develop. I think, you know, our, our most recent American Idol deal we touched on earlier on demonstrates our partners' willingness to, to really push the boundaries on the rights that we have access to. And I appreciate that there is an element of country by country regulation that we have to navigate around. But what I progressively see is our partners are interested in fast and really want to try ways of which they can license their content and, and bring uh, a fresh slant, if you like, to accessing content within a fast environment. Uh, so that, I think, is going to continue. Within the broader context, I think that AVOD is going to continue to be important and provide additional value to uh, pay services, which, again, I think is, you know, is a, a way of adding value to those services, but also just ensuring that the content is available in a broader context. So it will be a mix of non-exclusive and exclusive content that will be available in those services. Most, if all, all of the services that are available in market are effectively our partners already. And I think that you know partners like Pluto are doing a great job, Rakuten are doing a great job. And then obviously we have the likes of YouTube, IMDB, et cetera, building, all building effectively the space of fast TV, which you know, I think is a good thing for the for the industry, if you like. Yeah, and but I guess as Samsung, you're you're 
in an interesting position of running a service like this, but you know, selling the hardware for it as well, controlling that side of it. With the sort of big global streamers, how how do you see your relationship with them? Because I, you know, I guess with providing the hardware and providing a a good and free service for people, you want to keep people within that service. The more people in that service, the more eyeballs, the more revenue generated. But how, how do you see your relationship with the streamers? We have really, really strong relationships with all of the stream partners, all of the key streaming partners. We're obviously bringing our products to provide the reach into the consumer's home. That I feel is going to continue. I see that the way that we exist with them is we coexist together alongside each other. We're complementary, if you like, to the quality and the you know the, the choice that they offer um but also you know we are our own service uh, it provides the consumer additional choice um complementary both to that that comes through the antenna but also that they can have access to and pay for through those services we have discovery tools by which the consumer can be offered the you know the opportunity to select either free content this is our universal guide service so that they can sit back on their sofa and be offered content not just merely applications but off the content that they will find interesting relative to what they've been watching and that will be either from tv plus or it will be from the pay uh, services that are available on on the smart tv so i think we work you know in harmony if you like with those those other streaming services available on our platform okay good um so just just to move on to have a a, a quick chat about mobile so, you know samsung doesn't only create TVs, they create mobiles as well. They um, build and ship mobiles. How does the um, TV and video strategy cross into, into mobile? So we, we launched Samsung TV Plus into our mobiles last year, and that is available to consumers via the Galaxy Store or Google Play Store, or it's available directly into the UX of the, of the mobile device. And that is part of a, a Samsung free product, which allows you to access news or podcasts or, or watching entertainment through TV Plus on the go. And that is a core strategy that just extends, if you like, the, the content that's available on the TV and, and allows the consumer to have access to it wherever they are. And I mean, historically, you know, mobile TVs struggle to get much traction. Do, do you see people utilizing mobile? I think we're still, you know, developing how we can get the consumer to engage with the service. Uh, you know, we have a very prominent way of bringing that that service to to the user. But I think it's something that we will constantly look at to evolve and to bring content and the uh, the awareness, if you like, of of the service to the end user, so that they don't feel that like they have to go too deep into the UX to access that information or to be able to, you know, access their entertainment. So it's something that I think is going to evolve over time. Good. So finally, look, Samsung TV Plus, you know, it's obviously growing. There are, you know, a lot of fast channels on it currently. And, you know, you've alluded to thinking about original content. Where do you think Samsung TV Plus will be in 12 months time? So I think it's our focus really is on driving quality into the service and, to, and also to make consumers very much aware of this service so that they engage with it alongside the other content that's available within their TV. You know, we have a, a really strong commitment to bringing the best available free-to-air TV into this service in our market. So, we, you know, we will continue to partner with 
content partners to bring in new channels and refresh those that don't maybe connect as well to the consumer and bring in you know more relevant channels but also continue to grow our owned and operated channel lineup across a number of different genres all of which will be tailored to the individual market i think that's something that will continue to grow over the course of the next 12 months great good look richard thanks very much for talking to us today and in 12 months time let's get you back on and let's see where we're at That'd be great. I really appreciate your time today. And thanks again for the invite. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside Content from 3Vision. You can always reach out to us at 3vision.tv if you want to learn more. Or if you're a business with ambition in the content world, our consultancy services can help. With decades of combined experience, We know the ins and outs of the industry like nobody else. Catch us next time on Inside Content.